Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment women's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And before we hit the record button, I was talking with our today's guest. And it's so beautiful and fascinating to me to see how we are each living in a different time zone, different realities, different really perceptions of the world, and we can still connect. So I'm really, really excited today to be connecting with Carla Marie Simpson. And she is in beautiful Australia, as some of my friends and coaches are. So welcome to today's show. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. I'm really excited. Thank you. And I commented that you are in Australia. And I also said that I love starting my podcast a little bit differently. So if you're open to it, and I know it's early morning for you, but I would love to start with a short guided meditation if you're open to that. Of course, I'd love that. Beautiful. So just gently close your eyes and start tuning in. Tuning into your breath, breathing in and out, slow, deep breaths, connecting to your body, connecting to this present moment, and allowing yourself to be fully relaxed, to be fully trusting to all the unfoldings. And as your chest rises and falls, you're feeling more and more relaxed into this present moment. And as you align and slow down into the now that is, I would love for you to visualize a fun trip, just going backpacking through the world, And you're going through the day with just your backpack. And as you're passing by a new country and a new town, you're greeting the locals and you're smiling, looking at the local markets. And it's a beautiful day when the sun is just above your head and the temperature is so perfect. And as you're walking by with the hugest smiles on your face, there are small girls running around playing 
And one of them runs to you and looks at you and she asks you, who are you? What is the one thing you would love this little girl to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are. What would you tell her? I'm kind. I'm alive. I'm really here with you. I'm just like you, just in a different body. That's so beautiful. Thank you. And I know that backpacking might seem like more fun right now, but coming back, coming back to this interview, to this present moment, how was the experience for you? It was lovely. Thank you. Such a great way to start the morning. I love it, you know, because so very often we're just into this doing mindset, like, oh, one more thing that I get to do. And when we allow ourselves to really slow down, that's where I feel that there is this peace and this fulfillment. And I know that something that like this, you're teaching, you're teaching other people how to create their own happiness and not to be searching it outside of them. So I wonder what led you onto this journey to be a happiness coach? Well, for me, like I just was doing my thing and I never realized I was unhappy. I wouldn't say like I had this big dramatic life changing, you know, car accident or anything like that. It was just more that I was like a lot of us um, stuck in a routine, stuck on this treadmill of life. And it was just becoming so fast, so fast, so fast that I was like gripping to try and keep up. You know, I was running my own businesses. Um, I had two businesses at the time. And I just, I felt like, I felt like I wasn't me anymore, you know. And if I think back to that time, like it was, I don't think I was laughing. I don't think I was smiling. I just feel like I was on this literally a treadmill of life. You wake up, you have a coffee, you get to work, you do the job. You then come home to maybe cook a little bit of dinner, maybe go to the gym to do a little bit of a workout, come home, watch a little bit of TV to then try and go to bed to do exactly the same thing the very next day. Mm-hmm. And then it was just one day like it all changed. I was in a yoga class and I was laying there and it was something the, to- the teacher said to me. Um, you know, she said it's now time to let go of the monkey mind and all this, you know, doing and that you don't have to be always on. And like, it was just something that she said and it just triggered me. And I was like, oh my God, I have these voices in my head that keep telling me that Carla needs to keep doing this, that she needs to achieve this, that she's got to get up at six o'clock in the morning. Otherwise she's not going to make it. And that was it. Like that was the start of my big journey. I went from a journey from the outwards to a big journey on the inwards. And I, wanted to know more about my voices and how I could start to learn that I don't have to listen to them. Um, and I realized that I was living a life that was completely unconscious and I want to be living consciously. I want to be making the choices that I want to make and, uh, you know, interacting with people and really being present with them. Um, and I don't want to be known as the busy business owner anymore because that's what it was becoming, you know, Carla, oh, we didn't invite you, you know, because you're always so busy. You're so busy. You know, we don't, don't worry. Like, I know you probably can't come. You're so busy. And I'm like, whoa, man, I don't want to be known as the busy girl, you know. I am fulfilled, but I always have time to do the things that I want to do. So um, that was the journey 
for myself. And then I went through my own journey, you know, of discovering how I could bring more happiness and joy into my everyday and what I was doing that was zapping my energy, who I was hanging around that was pulling me away. Uh, And I did my own experiment, let's say. It's been going on now for about eight years and um, I still live by my tools and techniques that I teach my clients every single day. I make sure every day that I laugh and that I smile and that I do something that brings me joy, that lights me up like a Christmas tree. Um, And like you, I make sure that I take time to find that inner space and that stillness where all the other stuff, you know, if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. But are you happy with you Mm. and the life you're living? Isn't it amazing to know that like one person can really spark this like ripple effect, you know, you go to yoga and they say something and, and, you know, like all your life changes. And it's fascinating to me because I feel like sometimes we think that what we are doing or what we are saying makes no difference. I remember when I started my own journey and my own business, I kept doing videos and doing posts. I'm like, nobody's listening anyway and then I remember one day I went to the gym and there was a lady complete stranger and she was like oh Petty, I wanted to thank you you know I'm like for what she was like oh I was watching your video on Facebook and I'm just going through the divorce and it gave me so much hope I'm like wow she never commented never liked I didn't know but just realizing that by being ourselves and living our truth and what really lights us up for you, it's, you know, happiness coach for me, it's helping people align with their purpose. It's like you being you is the thing that it's really needed. And that's what creates really the ripple effect. And for me, it's just so beautiful because sometimes we feel like one person, right? Like, how can one person make a difference? I'm not big. I'm not Mother Teresa. I'm not Gandhi, yeah. right? But when she changed your life, now you're changing other people's lives. As and I think you have to be ready. Like, you know, I probably heard that message a million times before, but I wasn't ready. So I think like the more that you, you know, one day they say when the, te- when the student's ready, the teacher appears, mm-hmm. you know, and I have found that throughout my whole journey. I think if we trust and, uh, you know, we let go of the society expectations of what we think people we should be doing with our life or what we think, you know, our parents want us to do or our partner wants us to do and actually ask ourselves, um, you know, and that's something I love to ask my clients is like, are you truly happy? Because, you know, a lot of us, we pretend we're happy. We put on the smile, we get up, we do the same routine that we've been doing for the last five years because, well, it works and, you know, there's no... We don't want to complain because we don't want to feel like we're, you know, selfish, but like asking ourselves if we truly are happy. Hmm. Such a powerful question. I used to ask my clients a similar question. I mean, a different question, but completely the same meaning, you know, if nothing ever changes in your life, are you okay with that? because so very often the answer it's like no 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 you know so why you're letting it to go even further if you're not happy if you want to change things you know we're so afraid of change Mm -hmm. so what do you what are some of the steps that can help people who are listening right now when they're feeling like oh yeah, this resonates with me so much. I'm in this doing part and I'm on this treadmill and 
I'm afraid to get out because my job is paying me well. And because my marriage is not that bad, like living in that, like, oh, it's not that bad, right? Why should I be complaining? Mm -hmm. What are some of the first steps that they can be taking to create that happiness in their life without saying like, screw it all, I'm moving moving to Maui or something? (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Great question. Um, And I think that's awesome because a lot of us, we think change has to be like really dramatic and, uh, you know, we have to change our jobs, we have to move country and then we're going to find happiness or whatever. But for me, it's not about that. It's about the daily steps um, in your daily routine. So number one, I love to do with my clients is like we go through your typical day and your week and your month, like down to the T, what do you do each day? So do you get up and then straight away you're getting the kids ready for school? Or do you get up and then you go to a job where you have actually, you're on someone else's timetable and you have no time to even schedule your own break. You know, you feel like you can't go to the toilet. So we go through and we document everything that they do in their day. And then we will start to go through, so what brings you joy and what doesn't? Like when you close your eyes and you get up in the morning and you're rushed out the door to do that job or to do that task, like is that something that brings you joy? So then if it's joyful, we highlight it. And if it's not joyful, then we want to get rid of it. Because we also realize, we need to realize what's not bringing us joy so that we can create space to bring in more of what does. You know, so for me, when I did this myself, I went through my day and I was like, okay, I'm getting up at like stupid hour in the morning, five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. um, And I never actually want to get out of bed. I'm always, I feel like I just need a bit more sleep. So that was one of the changes for me. Okay. I'm going to start to schedule my day a little bit differently because I really value sleep and I want to sleep a little bit longer. So I started to change my routine so that I added a bit more sleep in. How could I change my morning routine so that I got five minutes of stillness before the day starts? Or, you know, it might be someone meditating or journaling or doing it, going to the gym for themselves. I work with each individual client on creating this daily conscious living. You know, I call it conscious living. So for me, something that I've discovered that I wasn't doing was giving myself a lunch break. Like I might eat my lunch at my desk, but I wasn't actually getting off my desk, going outside and enjoying life, seeing the sunshine. So I thought, okay, I want to change this. I scheduled, you know, my hour break. And every day for eight years, I kid you not, I have gone out for an hour and I have sat in the sunshine. Well, not always in the sunshine because it's sometimes rainy. And I have read a book and I have had a coffee at the same time and I've had my phone on do not disturb mode. Mm. And for me, that is just something that brings so much joy into my life. Mm. So it's these little small steps and increments that we add into our day so that we overall feel like we have a great day. Because if we do achieve one thing, like, yay, it's great for, you know, a moment or we move and we go on a holiday, yeah, it's fun. But we just still have to come back to reality. Mm -hmm. So how can we create more fun and joy in our everyday reality? Mm. It's a beautiful exercise, you know, to really seeing and what is bringing us joy and what not. And some of the things we can delegate, some of them, we can remove Mm. them. But what if there are things, Carla, in, in, in our lives that, we are not able yet to remove them, right? Or like yeah. sometimes you got to pay mortgage or whatever, right? Like oh, there's sure. still things that we cannot change right away. What do you do with those things? So I think the good thing about those things is first addressing them. And then I work with clients on the mindset behind it. So, you know, if we work at 
the mortgage payments, for example, we've all got a mortgage, you know, we're hustling to pay that off. But if we break it down and we start to change some of the mindset, the perspective behind it, like how awesome is it that you have a mortgage? That, you know, you're not paying someone else's rent, you're paying your own house off. So I work with clients with changing their mindset. Um, we use some NLP, some hypnosis techniques to really go in and change the way that they view that thing. Because, yes, yeah, some things like we do have to go to work and not every day is going to be a beautiful rainbow day. But it's how we use our mind to create, you know, and, oh, I failed at that, okay, um, that was the lesson for me. What, what can I learn from that? Or this mortgage, you're like, how amazing is it that I have my partner and my kids living in the house that I'm working towards paying off? Hmm. You know, we're not paying someone else's rent. So there's things like that. And then also people with energy, because I work a lot on the energy that you hang around. And sometimes, yes, we have family, we have friends, we have work colleagues that, you know, zap the energy out of us and we know it, we've become aware of it, but we still have to engage with them. So I teach clients, how do we put up an armor? How do we go and we be the best person that we can be, but we don't get drawn into their drama? Mm. You know, we can be there, we can accept it, we can talk to them, but we don't have to take it home with us. Mm. And it's the same as what's going on in the world now. You know, there's so much chaos going on. If you turn on the news, like it's just like bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. Mm. So how do we not get engaged in that? Mm. We feel compassion. We feel kindness. We send love to the people that are suffering, but then we don't take it home with us. Mm. It's powerful. You know, like you said, sometimes there are things we cannot change, but we can change how we're looking at those things and exactly. how we perceive them. And then when we change that, usually the things they shift too. So that's really beautiful. So to wrap this beautiful, happy talk, uh, I would love to ask you, what is the one thing you would love to know to a woman who is still searching for her happiness? I'd love her to know that you can find it. Mm. You definitely can. You know, happiness is a free tool. We were born happy. If you look at any child when they're young they are happy they are playing around if you look at any animal like a little puppy dog they are playing around they are happy and we have that we were all born with that we just somehow got stuck in you know different paragraphs different routines different structures but I promise you that if you get silent you get still you come back to you to really you you will be able to find your true happy Mm, that's beautiful and it's very hope giving so I love that Carla and I know we are connected on Instagram but is there any other favorite place that you love to hang out online with the listeners um well I have my own show so get happy hour if you want to um you know every fortnight I just bring out a uh interview where we talk to some cool people I think you're coming on the show shortly um and uh, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, I've got my website. If you want to book in for coaching with me, like I've got my one-on-one coaching program, which I love um, helping people guide them through bringing more joy and happiness into their lives. But please just reach out. I'd love to say hi. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much, Carla, for today and your work. No, thank you so much for having me. And um, so awesome to be speaking to you in Mexico. Mexico. <laughs>